Welcome back to the Beers and Cheers podcast. Week 11. We turn over a new card because it's basketball season, John. You want to hear something sad? Dylan Disu's coming. He's playing, I think, against Gonzaga. That's huge. Uh, yeah, no, that's going to be awesome. We play at like 9.30 on Saturday night. Yes. Which, so, yeah. Go to watch that late. Uh, well, maybe late not. Night. All it, all it late. Uh, you want to hear something sad that happened to me the last night? Let's hear it. So my dad and I were getting dinner. And as we was walking out, he's like, well, I'm going to try to beat Kansas. And we had been talking about the basketball schedule. <laughs> uh all dinner about like what game we'd want to go to so i assumed like dad that, that game's in like three months <laughs> i had already forgotten that we were like playing Kansas we have a football, football team yeah he looked at me like i was stupid and I, I realized i was uh and i was like oh my god i've already moved on that fast so uh, that's what happens when are, you lose four in a row we are into basketball season where i don't know but they look good against Houston Baptist. I mean, I know it's first game, they're bad, but like they look good and they covered. Um, they did cover, so basketball school. Uh, but we still are a football podcast somehow. And uh, Texas absolutely laid an egg up in Ames. But um, before we get to that, how was, uh, how was your weekend? Did you have a, any good watching experiences or anything on Saturday? Um, I'm happy to report I actually watched the game by myself in my Whoa. dwelling. Um, for the first time this season. Well, and Lucy. Uh, yes, I guess by myself, I mean people who actually care. Or... Humans. <laughs> yeah. So it was nice because I was able to just kind of flip between channels and the game. And Why don't they get anywhere first downs? Like, they're just, like, not good. Oh, my God. So it was, uh, it was fun to watch and just kind of, like, be stress-free. Um, so, yeah, I just watched it here. Had a very um active weekend went to home depot you actually did go to home depot you texted me yeah that. happy um, to report that uh see it wasn't that stress-free for me until i just gave up all hope until about you know beginning of the fourth or so because the defense actually looked pretty good in that first half and the only i didn't watch like basically the first half of the first quarter so i missed their field goal drive but i i saw that it was off a fumble so I was like, okay, whatever. And then they played pretty damn well and, you know, stopped them on fourth down their second drive and then forced them to punt and then a fumble, then another punt, another punt, another punt. They ended the their last four drive, last five drives, yeah, of the first half were fumble, downs, or sorry, downs, punt, fumble, punt, punt, punt. Yeah. Damn. showed up like where the hell did that come from half. in the first half uh like i yeah, know I we, were... we, we we can talk about the you know playing well in the first half like we, we yeah that's ever played but like that was very very much our best half of football probably defensively we held Brees hall to like 17 yards in the first yeah. half he he seemed off i mean i know he had that big hit was it demarvion um yeah that was later in the game though I guess I was later in the game, but yeah, he did. He seemed off. I don't know what it what it was, and they stopped giving it to him. Um, and like we still, you know, we had seven tackles for loss, and still only had one sack. But I mean, I don't know. They looked good, and then yeah, second second half came around. <laughs> yeah, then the uh, then we played the second half. We should have followed the Lee Corso method of just don't go into the locker room and just stay 
I, I don't oh, hate yeah. that, dude. Like, I remember we had a high school game where we played like shit in the first half, and he, our coach was like, nope, like everybody to the end zone, like we're working, we're doing walkthrough of like what we need to do right, what we need to fix. Um, uh, individually, I, I can't think of, you know, like I know Schooler got burned on that one uh, option, which everything went wrong in front of him, and then he just missed like a tackle that just – open field like really tough but i thought he actually played pretty well i thought the dbs just in general played decent uh i mean even into the second half like purdy yeah you had 250 yards but that was on like what 30 completions or something like that i'll take that that's that's 6.6 yards um you know per per completion Uh, that's not anything unbelievable uh that damn those damn tight ends dude yeah we contained the tight ends that's what i was about to say right I thought we did. Cole, yeah, no, I thought we did too. There was a couple catches where, like, where Schooler missed on that one ball where he was going for the pick and could have easily, you know, tackled him or gotten the pass deflection and didn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the safeties and pass defense corners played pretty damn well. For two and a half quarters. For two and a half quarters. Um, <laughs> and then the D-line looked absolutely awful. Marvion looked okay. Good, not great. Brockmeyer really didn't look great. Um, I, I'm seeing some stuff in Jalen Ford that gives me hope, though. He's a freshman, right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. I thought he was a transfer. No, I, I think he's a right. soft. He's a sophomore. Excuse me. He uh, and Ojo. Uh, oh, well, I mean, I, those are the two guys that just like actually show promise and fight. Who Morrow? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought Jed Bush actually didn't play that bad either. I'm serious. <laughs> it was just like, I think it just was like, oh my god, he's playing, and he got your attention, and you're like, you're remembering it now. Like we haven't seen anything really from Anthony Cook in a while. Like, I just BJ's been terrible. Like, I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares either. And like he he was he had been so banged up in previous years, but it's it's gotten way worse. Um, I for a senior, you know, is how many games has he played in? Like, good God. I would say north of 30. Easily. I mean, he's, yeah, easily. I mean, he, he had 45, he's had 45 tackles his freshman year and has just kind of gone downhill since then. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Dicker, uh, yeah, are you uh, with the defensive individual guys? Yeah, sure. Get me out of here. Uh, Dicker had 11 punts. That is unbelievable. I saw he's a Ray guy semifinalist, or like, you know, when they list like 10 guys and they'll whittle it down, but still. We had, yeah, that good for him. He's not going to win it, but that's pretty impressive for him to pick it up this year. And yeah, we had more three and outs than we had points. Oh my God. I didn't, I didn't see that. That's pathetic. I know. I heard that at some point though this week on. Okay, last thing on the defense going. What? Why? I thought that we were done. I know, just one last thing. They were three of thirteen on third down. That's pretty damn good. That's really good. Yeah, they're like zero for seven to start or something. That was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Switching back to our offense. Yeah, we were five Thank of sixteen. You. Thank you for bouncing back and forth on our outline here. You're welcome. Um, you're. We were five and sixteen on third down. Only picked up eleven first downs in the game. Comparison, they had twenty three overall first downs. Uh, yeah absolutely terrible Casey just I don't know what that was I I'm gonna go ahead and blame it on the hand 
and be nice. So, yeah, but I, I hate saying that because it's like, okay, if we have like a semi-competent coach, he would say, okay, like he's cool. I mean, he, he wouldn't have waited three drives. You know what I mean? If he, after the first bad throw, like, okay, that no, was really, really messing him up. And then the one that was like just bounced to yeah, that was, that Marcus was like, a, was like, like a, okay, this, this is when he got pulled. But why did it take three possessions? Shouldn't you have seen that in the middle of the week? Like Right, yeah. No, I agree. It shouldn't have been – that's what makes me think it wasn't the hand. Correct. Then, you know, I think it was a yips or something. Right. Is it okay if you're if you're saying it's the hand, then you're being nice to Casey, but you're being really mean to Sark and like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, why did he play? Why did you even start him? Or you know, the, and then there's the flip side. You know, if it was Casey just sucking, and then it's like, okay, that makes sense that you give him three drives to like try to get it going. Or they've seen a complete like just. Hudson has just fallen apart since Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, we just have to throw Casey and hope he can like get the ball but out. But then you put him in and you drive right down the field. No, no yeah, but okay. He I mean, they did. did. He did that, then he missed. Once he missed the deep ball, he was done. Like he had no confidence. But that's true. But we, what you and I were talking about, and I'm not to completely blame the kid, but he had no time to do what he needed to do. I would say true. 60% of it was him being in the pocket too long, but 40% of the time was like, on offensive line, just missing blocks. And we had, I think it was a play where we had like three holding calls. Yeah. <laughs> against... <laughs> All right, yeah. Like, how's that possible? I, who knows? I mean, yeah. Giving up, giving up five sacks, that Will McDonald, he is pretty damn good. But I mean, still is pathetic. Five sacks and um, eight tackles for losses. And, and, and Bijan gets hurt. And like, and Bijan was playing pretty well. I wouldn't say great, but pretty well. Um, he was also he had eight catches out of the backfield too, so he was our only offense. I mean that's pretty standard. Uh, our second no, receiver. There was a there was a stretch there where Xavier was a hundred plus yards a game. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess so. But all right, so keep going. Uh, our second leading receiver is no longer on the team, so that's good. Um, <laughs> our third leading receiver is a true freshman. Is that official? That is official. Okay. Uh, it was like he was off the team there for a bit, and then all of a sudden he like popped up in the second quarter. I was like, "Oh, welcome back." No, yeah, he's he's done. He's done. Um, Calvante Dixon's going to get more playing time, though. That's the only good thing out of this, I guess. Um, Great. Christian Jones didn't start, and then came in. It looked the same, uh, you know, the whole time. Bad, but uh, yeah. Really pathetic. I, I, I had hope going into the second half. I, I'm just so dumb. I'm, I'm so stupid. I fall for it every week. Yeah, why? How? How? I don't know. I was pretty drunk, but like. Shout, oh, okay. Okay. We'll get to. Keep going. You have anything else? No, yeah. Keep talking. About, I know what you're about to get to. Let's keep talking about the game before we get into. No, I really don't have anything else. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Let's see what else. The biggest thing that I already kind of said my point was the more three and outs than points. Like that, that that's just <laughs> I'd love to know how many times it's happened. I, I was trying to find when's the last time we lost four games in a row. Uh, two thousand ten. Was ten it? Yeah. I, I what I was trying to find was how the last time oh, we yeah, five right. in a row. I don't know if we ever have. I guess yeah, two thousand ten. Yeah, you go. If it wasn't for that Florida Atlantic game at the end, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we beat geez. Nebraska, and I was like, oh, wow, awesome. And then it was like, 
down, 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 down. That was that was the first. Yeah, that was the switching into like the I formation. I remember watching that game against Rice, being like, "Oh my God, what what are we doing?" Yeah, no. So that was the last time it happened. Um, pretty sure that was the only other time it happened. But um, yeah, I, I couldn't find a five-game losing streak in all my search, but I, I did search recently. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just so pathetic all around. I, I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, Saturday I was pretty drunk watching the game, but had a good time at a day party on Saturday, which is fun. But I want to give a shout out to uh, Brandon Bingston, Will House, Wyatt Simmons, and oh fuck, I'm forgetting someone. Butters. You have to write this down. No, I'm just trying to do like a chemical flashback. Anyways, they said that they were driving to uh, Yosemite Park earlier this fall. And uh, they like had nothing, couldn't decide on what to listen to. So they just put on beers and steers. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Well, thank y'all for uh, thinking hope of us. Was, hope it was a good episode. I, I think it was the first, it was either the first or second episode. So yeah, um, but th- they said it was great. And I was like, oh, I love that. Um, love to hear that. Uh, awesome. Any Anything like, we'll get into the non-football stuff if you don't have anything else from, from this game. By non-football, I mean non-like game-specific stuff. I, I I meant Bo Davis calling our team yeah, a yeah. bunch of motherfuckers who need to transfer. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that and some other stuff. Uh, I guess what else? I mean, I I, I didn't expect us to win this game. I, I really didn't, but I really thought we could put up a fight because I don't think that Iowa State team is very good. And what disappointed yeah. me most was like, hell, you put up such a great fight in the first half, and maybe some of it was fluky with Iowa State making mistakes on offense, but. You didn't even like show up at all. Like you just didn't even care in the second half once you went down. It, it, wait. All it took was keep going. What? Sorry. Keep going. Sorry. All it took was a, a trick play, which Baylor ran against us as well. Yeah. Just like was like the straw that broke the camel's back again. And I just don't get why a team is so uh easy to break and eventually like fold. Yeah. Is. And, and the me- the that- mental weakness is unbelievable. And I think that kind of segues into what you were about to say. I just, I, I like, I just don't get it. Like you, you commit so much time to it, and how do you like still? I mean, I don't know. I just think that the players just like don't care anymore. Which it's kind of there is no point in caring anymore, right? Because no bowl yeah. other than playoffs, <clears throat> no bowl like other than playoffs or New Year's Six bowls actually matter anymore. So well, I don't blame them. But it's just the, I yeah okay yes to the players to the players themselves I, yes but. There's something to those 20 extra practices that really, I think, helps a team going into the next season, especially with a team like this that has no identity, no shot at anything, yet can still maybe salvage some extra reps with some younger guys. Um, yeah, for the second week in a row, I, your point about Iowa State being good, I couldn't – I can't tell. They're not. I don't think they are, but like I, I don't know, man. Oklahoma State's better than them. They just got. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. It, it do you think be ba- Do you think Baylor's that much better than them though? No. I think Baylor. I mean, I don't know how the hell did TCB Baylor this past week. I, I don't know. I didn't watch any of it. Uh, with a backup quarterback too. I think OU and Oklahoma State are are. And I hate this lump Oklahoma State with OU because I didn't think Oklahoma State was that good, but I think they're both kind of a step or two ahead of everyone else. And then you have Baylor, Iowa State, and then probably Kansas State in there. Yeah. 
Kansas uh, State's six and three. I, I think I think Oklahoma State's definitely the better team than OU. No, I, I don't agree. I, I don't. I think OU with with Caleb Williams is is a light years better than anybody else. Maybe. Um, I guess we'll find out in like what is that two weeks next week? Okay, uh, for the second week in a row, a Texas assistant coach was in the news for something <laughs> very non-football related. Um, I, you know, I don't know what to say about like, I don't the being recorded thing is not not cool. Who was it? I've heard rumors. No, I can't say. I was I was told I I, I can't say. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard. Snickers bar. Texas baseball would go on to win 30 of their next 34 games. Um, <laughs> if that, if you didn't think of Augie Garrido the first time you heard that, then like yeah, no, quit, li- quit, quit, quit listening to this. <laughs> like, that's all I could think about. How the fuck do you get pissed off at first fucking base? <laughs> but uh, you know, what, are your know. Thoughts, I guess, yeah, what do you, what do you think of it? And what, what are, what are getting filmed by it is, is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. That's terrible. Oh, filmed. Yeah. Yeah, like getting filmed. Now, the message that he's saying is 1,000% I obviously agree with. I wonder how many, like, how, have we pulled this card already this, this season or no? Or is it we just now hearing it because it was public? I would uh, think, I think to, to think no, because that's the reason it was public. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I would venture to say that's not an, uh, the typical bus ride back to the airport. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, probably. Maybe within your individual unit meetings, you probably hear a, a yell like that. But within 30 minutes of a, or a couple hours after a game, blowing up on everyone, and you know, on the team bus, I just that doesn't seem like it happens every time. And that's why it's all over everywhere, and I mean it's all over everywhere because it's Texas, right? But right, I, I I don't necessarily disagree with what he was saying. Well, I didn't really catch why he said I, he got his ass kicked. Like, what the hell does that mean? It's just, you know, metaphorically. He to the moment, he was just rolling. No, I think, I mean, I think he probably thinks or feels that he got his ass kicked because he did. Like, yeah, from a so, coaching standpoint, I mean, what, he didn't? Yeah, I, I get it. Like, it, I mean, it, to him, it's a, it's a legit job. So, like, that, that makes right. total sense. I mean, this is, this is his living. Um, but the fact that, like, like, he has to say that, and I'm – Sorry, I'm stealing this from something that Wild sent me, but the fact that he has to say that is like such a disappointment that like not a, there's not a single person on this team who has like the backbone or the leadership to like stand up and do that, or maybe they do, but yeah, I just I I just hate that it has to come from a coach, and it's like I don't know, just I think it just goes to show the general culture of the players that are at, at our program right now. Who's the biggest leader on this team? 
I would say DeMarvion. You sh- like, what have you seen from him? Exactly. That's that's a bad yeah, thing. I, I'm, asking, I'm asking these questions because there's not an answer. But there's not one player where I'm like, okay, that's the alpha. That's that's the guy. That's the guy who's going to give a speech like that to the rest yeah, of the team. Yeah, you had Sam. You had Sam for four years, and now you right. don't have anyone. Now you, you don't. Fuck. You need about 10 transfers, and you need about 10 transfers out. But, again, like we were, I was talking about this week with, uh, you know, whatever. Like, the night, if you go look at our night 2019 recruiting class, like everyone is gone or hurt or it's not relevant, <laughs> right? There's a few of those, but they're more transferred, gone, or hurt. And a lot of that has to do with coaching chains, I guess. But man, like just from a, you know, the whole like, so you're getting all these four stars, all these four stars. Okay, well, like it doesn't mean anything if you sign them and they leave. Then your recruiting, your current recruiting, your current staff players is like, who cares what the recruiting class is? They never even see the fucking field. So yeah, 2019 would be the junior class right now, right? Yes. Yeah, that, so that just goes to show me like the the great. I mean, the greatest class we've had if, in the last call six years of 2018 and. Most of those guys are probably either gone to NFL or here's all right. We'll go through it quick, and I'll, I won't get to the scrubs at the end. This is rating uh, best to worst from twenty four seven. Brew McCoy transferred. Whittington hurt. There's rumors that Whittington's coming back next week. By the way, uh, Jake Smith transferred. Tyler Johnson transferred. Uh, wait, no, sorry. Tyler Johnson's just not. He didn't even travel. Not play. Yeah. Uh, DeGabriel Floyd, I think, transferred. can tell you. Tyler Owens transferred. Kenyatta Watson transferred. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Washington on the team. David Gumenda on the team. Braden Lebrock on the team. Re- relevant. Chris Adamora. Darian Brown retired. Roshan. Isaiah Hookfin never going to play. Myron Warren, decent, actually. Javon Shepard transferred before he even got to the state, even before he went to freaking brains history class. Jacoby Jones hurt. Marcus Tillman transferred to Vondre Sweat. Peter Mopagi, not, no. Caleb Johnson, I think, transferred. Kennedy Lewis transferred. Marquez Caldwell, I think he's on the team, but who cares? Jared Wiley, uh, actually, solid contributor for how low of a rate. He was a three star. Willie Tyler, who knows? Juwan Mitchell, gone. Yeah. So, I mean, like, just from a sheer numbers standpoint, it's like, wow, you have no, no one in that class. And the class above them is pretty much all gone. Um, minus a few guys who are just there because they can't go to the NFL. So, yeah, your top two classes plus a few COVID guys from the class above are just – you don't have that presence. You just don't. I think most of it has to do with coaching coaching uh, regime changes and whatnot. So, yeah. um, everyone talks about like, the, oh, it's the – what do they describe? The, what is it, a country club? Culture, culture yeah. Or, I don't think it's that. I think it's just like you, uh, they get there, and when a coaching change happens, it's like, I mean, like they just all these kids leave. Um, I don't, do I think there's an entitlement deal going on with most of the players when they get up, get to Austin? Yes, but them leaving and whatnot is, I think, is more having to do with coaching changes and yeah, probably, and I guess the transfer portal coming about in the last couple of years. So. Hopefully, not to sound like a broken record from Charlie Strong or Tom Herman, but giving Sark a year or two to get his kind of guys in there and fill the 
fill the team with the guys that he, you know, yeah, I mean, Herman, like Herman lived up to that. You know, it's not like not all the way, but like once he got his guys, like he wasn't awful. I saw a good tweet describing the three of them, and I, I wish I could remember what it was. It was like the three of what? Uh, Charlie, Tom. And oh, oh it was like Charlie could get them, but couldn't coach them. Uh, Herman. Uh, I'm going to butcher it. I can't even keep going, but it was just like um, Herman, unfortunately, kind of hit his ceiling, as we all know. And what he was yeah, he, he couldn't he couldn't execute on the like. He was just such a dick. Yeah, he had, he he did as best as he was going to do in Austin, and right. Um, I don't necessarily think. Uh, I guess taking a step back from talking about the 2019 class or whatever you were talking about. Uh, I, I do fear the biggest issue with this team is possibly a Sark inexperience. Like the second half no-shows, that's something that's not just like players. Make, there's something going on with either like I think you could argue maybe lack of depth. So they're getting worn out. But there's yeah. no, I guess, changes are being made or no adjustments being made or counters being made. That That's very concerning to me. Uh I haven't listened to a Sarkeesian press conference in a while. I don't know if you have. Let me know. Uh, I, I was following along this week. Um, I mean, he's not like saying <laughs> winning is hard or anything bullshit like that. I mean, he's he obviously knows. And he commented on Bo Davis, actually, and he didn't say much about it. But what it concerns, the trend is what concerns me. Like, if it's if – it's, uh, Training, I mean, no, you get a better trainer in there, make sure they're in better shape. I don't think it's that, you know, lack of depth gets, gets fixed with another year or two um, in the, the very active transfer portal. So those two items get fixed. But if it's like an actual coaching inability to adjust to any sort of counters that are made to you, it's like that that's very concerning. So I agree. Uh, all right. We play Kansas this weekend. I don't know. And in, 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 in football, thank you, John Atkins Sr. Um, I can't tell you much about them. We are 30 point favorites. They how? run like an what, that's how bad they are. Is is Bijan playing? I saw probable to questionable. Roshan's playing. I don't, there's rumors that other starters are hurt. There's also rumors, yeah, Whittington's coming back next week, which would be awesome. Um, I, quarterback, who knows? I mean, both are going to play. You start um, Casey for sure. Do you? Yeah, you do. I guess it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> who gives a fuck? Just roll them out there. Um, their defense sucks. We finally get a night we're game. We're on ESPN U. You haven't made mention of that yet. Right, we're on ESPN U. Like, I wonder um, who the announcers are. That's like so odd. I have no idea who the announcers are. Uh, you got anything on Kansas? I don't get ESPN U on my streaming service. So oh, on your phone. no. I do. I've got it. Um, we've got Roy Philpot and Kelly Stauffer. Of course. Love them. Love that crew. Haven't had them in a while. Good thing we won't be able to hear. <laughs> um, all right. You got anything else on Kansas? 
Uh, I haven't heard a thing about them. Let's see who they played this year. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, they won they, their first game. Or they South won their Dakota. first game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they rushed the field. That was awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. They lost 49 22, 45 7, 52, 59, 41, 35, 55. Wow. All right. So we should be able to put some points up. One would think. I think the over is like 60 or like 55 or something. Like Bijan goes for 200 if he's healthy. Uh okay, games of the week. Um, decent slate, better than uh, the last few weeks. Michigan at Penn State, ABC, ABC, not Fox. Uh, eleven a.m. in Happy Valley though. Uh, Michigan, I've seen it as minus one as a pick. I'm somewhere around there. Over is at forty eight. I like Michigan, man. I I think that Penn State they've lost two in a row. It's an eleven a.m. game. Weather's looking kind of gross. I don't know that it just fits Michigan's boring, really good at running the ball, play good defense, and Penn State can't really dial up those like big offensive plays you, you've seen in the past, especially with the backup quarterback. Uh, yeah, agreed. Maryland actually lost to Penn State last weekend, but yeah, they were on a little bit of a bad run. Oh yeah, sorry, but they lost the previous three. Yes. Yeah, I think Michigan they had their uh, trip up in, in East Lansing, and I think they've kind of woken up, and I think they're. Uh, Going to go for a Big Ten title this year, so I'm uh, I'm taking Michigan in this game. If Michigan was playing Ohio State next week, I would definitely take Penn State. But since that's in like two weeks, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. There's that buffer, know, right? That that look ahead. So I'm, I'm I like Wolverines. Uh, so Fox chose the Big Twelve over yeah. and Gus Jansen and Joel Klatt, uh Oklahoma at Baylor lines around five minus five OU uh, over unders at sixty two. I hate to say it, but I like I like Baylor plus the points. Uh, I like OU huge in this game. Really? Yes, I do. I think they are about to come out big time on this thing. Ooh, we might have to do something about that. Uh, I like them. I think this is their like, hey, we're we are legit. Like just in the playoff, this is their. It's 11 a.m. Waco's not going. If this was a night game, yeah, I would agree. But I think at day game, advantage Oklahoma. They. Uh, I- I will say, I don't think Baylor can win, but I think they can cover. I think it's a field goal game. I like OU by double digits for sure. The thing, again, this is also, if Bedlam was next weekend, I'm hammering Baylor. But it's in two weeks. Who does OU have in between? They have Iowa State next week. That's no cupcake, yeah. Right. That's the thing, is that. How good do you yeah, feel I about? Just, I was just saying Iowa State's bad, and I just completely contradicted myself. It's at Iowa. State. No, sorry, it's a, it's in it's in uh it's in Norman, but still. Yeah, last time they played there, oh Iowa State should have won. Right. I don't know. I like Baylor to cover. I, bounce back from TCU. Who knows what happened there? Oh, you big. Georgia at Tennessee. Georgia is minus 20. The over-unders at 56. Tennessee's at 230 CBS with uh, Hayden S. Gary. Uh, Tennessee's offense is actually pretty damn good, but uh, I mean, Georgia's Georgia. Uh, 20's big, though. I, I'm not touch, I'm not taking a side. If I had to, I'd take Georgia, but 20's a big number. Yeah, it's a big number. Tennessee, I mean, who did they beat? Like Kentucky or something last Kentucky, week? Kentucky, yep. Yeah, I don't like that on the road. I think Georgia, I mean, but Georgia's proven to cover every line thus far. So um, I don't know. I, Georgia wins. I don't think they cover. We should have called in wild for this one. Texas AM at Ole Miss, six o'clock on ESPN. AM's minus two, two and a half. Corral supposedly a little banged up. He got hurt 
oh, who'd they play last week? Was it Auburn? Um, and was it Auburn? No, uh, they played Liberty last week. Liberty, yes, that's right. Sorry. Um, they Auburn was the week before that. I was limping around, like didn't look great, but who knows? Um, AM, Calzada, they're kind of are they rolling? I don't think so, but they're playing. So, I mean, they beat the shit out of Auburn. Straight from the source. Uh, question to him. Y'all taking down AM this week. Response IDK, we're supposed to have three of our receivers back who have been out. Very bad English here, but who have been out. Ole Miss, baby. But our D can't stop. Go Rubs. And Matt is still playing without any ankle ligaments. Yeah. So, yeah, I, um, as much as I hate to admit it, A&M's got an unbelievable defense this year. They're playing yep. really, really well. Because um, Otto's now playing uh, smart. He's not trying to win the games, just kind of managing it, handing yep. it off to uh, whatever that guy's name Miller. is. Hmm? Isaiah Spiller? Yeah, and then the other one. Uh, There's two of them, but whatever. Spiller's think, the good one. Really I, good I, one. I, I caught the second half – the Auburn AM game and then local news here in Houston went over the freaking game with the Astro World Cup. Devin or chain, a, a, a chain, a cane, or whatever. A chain. A chain, yeah. So you rudely interrupted what I was saying, but it's okay. Um, so yeah, I watched a little bit. I mean, AM's defense was unbelievable. It was yeah. really impressive because kind of painful to watch that and then watch our defense about two hours later. Um, this is okay. It's, you know, not crazy to say, but AM. With Alabama could be could lose to Auburn. AM's got Ole Miss, Prairie View, and then LSU at LSU. And at LSU's the, what? This is the only way AM keeps the pressure on uh, on Alabama to, you know, if, if AM, AM has to win this to. Right, which is kind of why I like AM in this. Like I said, versus I think you took Auburn last week, didn't you? I, I did, yes. I think A&M's got something going on, but there's something that's always spooky when college game day and, you know, a big team goes, eh, A&M's not a big team. I just, you know, whenever Alabama rolled into Oxford, they lost when game day was there. Yeah. Um, Wilds text makes well, me fear. Well, they had Katie fear. Perry. So. Yeah. Wilds text makes me fear that the health of their offense. Um, so I, I, I just don't know what kind of points Ole Miss is going to put up, but, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think Ole Miss is going to spoil the party and uh, help out Alabama and, and give Alabama the buffer they need to, to walk into Atlanta and get their ass kicked. So I like, I like A&M, but I, I don't hate that. Um, I think my lock of the week is Oklahoma State minus 12. TCU, 7 o'clock in what's called uh, Stillwater. Like, oh, I thought you were going to say Fort Worth. I was like, the town you're from? <laughs> no, no, not that. Uh, I think that's probably my lock of the week. Um, all right. Purdue and Ohio State's a very subtle game that like hasn't got much attention. Purdue has been like this year. I I think that's one of those like the casual fan is like, oh, Purdue's gonna win this one. No, like, no, no. I, I'm you not know, spoil the party. Like I, I know you're not, but like that's why I, I kind of think Ohio State played bad against Nebraska, and they're gonna come out and just beat the ever living breaks off Purdue. <laughs> and I was okay. I was talking with my old. I went to All Saints Homecoming on Friday, and my O line coach played at Jesus Ohio Christ, State. Move on. It, I was supporting my friend who works there now, and uh, he, he his argument is that Ohio State has 
the opportunity to, to really prove that they're the best team in the nation because Purdue's obviously not great, but it's an okay game, whatever. And then Michigan State and then at Michigan. You win those three games, you're not the better team than Georgia, but you have a probably as good of a resume, even though that you have the one loss against Oregon. You're talking Thoughts. about Ohio State still? Yes. I'm just reading about Purdue a little bit. <laughs> Why? Uh, huh? Why? I'm just – because they have a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship still. They do? Yeah, I know. That's I, I was trying to understand how, and I looked at their standings, and they're tied in the West with Wisconsin and Minnesota. Oh, sure. Hmm? Okay, good talk. Um, all right. No, no, no. I, I think it's it's – Obviously, Georgia, it's Alabama's going to lose to Georgia in the SEC championship. So you have probably the winner of the Big 12, which is most likely going to be OU. And you got two spots to fill, of which it's like, who can survive at this point? I think Oregon's surviving. And they're going to just get the hell beat out of them by Georgia in the first game. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you had to look at it right now, what chalk is what? Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Oregon? Yeah, I could just see Oregon losing in the Pac-12 championship like they beat Utah last year or two years ago, whenever it was. Like, Yes, yeah, and just losing thing, it, yeah. Weird thing happening in that Palo Alto stadium. Well, same with, you know, like what if uh, OU goes undefeated and loses to um, Ohio or Iowa State? or uh, If all that happens, they need to just put Cincinnati in. It's like, God, just let them play. If OU <laughs> beats Oklahoma State and then plays them again in the Big 12, there's no way they beat them again. Oh, you're saying there's no way OU wins two in a row? I'm saying there's no way they beat the same team twice in three weeks. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Two sure. weeks. Uh, no. Yeah, two weeks. That's tough, man. I don't yeah. care how good you are. Out of the all the years, I feel like this is the most – this is the year where, like, the most teams are still have a chance to get in. Auburn – and Auburn, Alabama's in Auburn. I know. That's why – I mean, if – I mean, Alabama still has the one-game buffer, right? I mean, like, yeah. they have the tie break. So, what do you I'm mean? sorry. I just completely butchered that. Uh, like, all – I feel like A&M, if they win this weekend, it's going to somehow get into the SEC championship. But right. Because, yeah, Auburn's going to beat Bama. That's that's why I like A&M. You know, Bill O'Brien's going to lose. Right. It's like – if AM win, that's why I kind of like them to win this week, is because they're like, okay, guys, if we win this one, like all we need is Auburn to beat them and we get to the SEC championship. It's like once a team starts saying all we need, it's when they trip, like always trip up. <laughs> that's true. But if it's it's a little different when you're focusing on you've got to focus on the game and then just pray afterwards, you know, you still gotta win this game. But then after you're like, okay, we just need some help. Yeah, then they'll trip, but you got to win this first. Can I make mention of a team that we haven't made mention of? Sure. Yes. The University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunner. Meep, meep. Um, yeah, good for them. Still undefeated. Okay, uh, Midwestern State. Really bad week. Lost to West Texas A&M. You know, people always say how tough it is to play in Canyon, and that lived up. Dylan Curling, Sterling Cole had a decent game, no interceptions, but they couldn't they couldn't run the ball. 
and West Texas A&M ran all over them. Lost fifteen. The score to 12. was twelve to zero at halftime, and they lost fifteen to twelve. Like, what? What is that? Uh, I I don't know, man. That's I'm putting that on Marshall. Yeah, that that's just like did y'all drink at halftime? Yeah, I don't hey, know. they like Texas actually. What? They pulled a Texas. They didn't show up in the second half. Yeah, there you go. Um, big game this week against UT Permian Basin at home, one o'clock. Um, I don't think UTPB is that good anymore. I think they were started out decent, but have um, kind of fallen off as a they've gone on. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like. I, I think they've clinched the conference, though. Uh, yeah. So they're five and one. No. If they what? lose to UTPB, they'll be tied with West Texas A&M. No way. Yeah. And they'd lose the conference? Damn. I would assume so, head-to-head, head, right? Actually, I don't know if this is a conference game. It is. I'm looking at a Lone Star Conference standings right now. Okay, good. Uh, Marshall, we got to win this weekend. Come on, man. Shit, so this is a big game. Yeah, well, at least it's at home. Right. We are playing at uh, – What's the name of the stadium? Memorial Stadium. Memorial Stadium. <laughs> we are at 1 p.m. Also, you can make it to Edwards' wedding. Yeah. Uh, Angel of State's hanging in there, too. Good Lord. Okay. Well. Yeah, but they have the head-to-head versus Angel of so we're Right, right. Them. They beat them. Yeah. Gosh, Midwestern, they just can't win on the road. All three of their losses on the road. Hmm. You're right. Need to get better buses. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. I can't believe we made this 40 minutes long with about 15 of that was about Texas. Uh, basketball season, baby. Beat the Zags. Basketball Zag. season. Go, yeah, goes at beat the Zags, 930 on Saturday. You got anything else? Uh, see you Saturday. All right. See you by Saturday. Thanks. Bye. If I had me a million, build you a mansion a hundred miles from nowhere, with all a girl could need, we'd run around in the hallways and dance out in the backyard. If we ain't got no neighbors, ain't no one will see. And if I had me a speed plane, we'd fly across the land. Settle in some little border town Drink some margaritas Dance to mariachi Put you on my speed plane tonight I'd bring you back home And if I had me Steamboat sail across the ocean blue, dock in some little port of call. And we would have a fine time, Swiss cheese and French wine. Put you on my steamboat tonight, I'd bring you back home.
Yeah, but I ain't got a million I ain't got no speed plane I ain't got no boat upon the sea All I got are these two strong arms I can hold you so tightly So baby, won't you, won't you please Come back home with me All I got are these two strong arms I can hold you so tightly So baby, won't you, won't you please Come back home